listeners, this is Chit Chat, the podcast that talks about all the live stuff and how it's influenced by our culture and heritage, particularly mine as a British Indian. I'm your host, Kanika, and today I'm actually joined by my longest friend. Yeah, no, I was thinking about this. Like, <laughs> I was just reading. Yeah, like, does that make sense? Longest friend. The longest, friend that I've had for the longest time. Longest known. Longest but that's known not stupid. Friend. Like, what do you say when you say... Your longest friend. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Your I don't know how that, to say it. The friend that... The friend that I've known for the longest. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but that's long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, yeah. Um, I'm joined by one of my best friends, Leanne, also known as Boo. Hello. This is Leanne. Hello. Mm-hmm. This is how my voice sounds. We've moved... This is what she sounds like. We've moved from my recording studio. <laughs> lol. Uh, not recording studio to Leanne's house. But this episode is going to be all about spirituality. And I asked Leanne to join me because... Ow, I just hit my arm <laughs> on the chair. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I'll be fine. Um, I asked Leanne to join me because I don't know anyone who knows more about spirituality than she does. You are clairsentient, that's right, yeah, which means... Clear feeling. Clear feeling, so you can, like, feel... Other people's emotions and energetic anatomy, which basically means... Okay, cool. Do you want to explain what you do? Because I'm not going to be able to say it right. So, (laughs) anytime you see or hear the word, like, clairvoyant, clairsentient, the clair, actually, like, the linguistics of it means clear, and then the second bit of it is whatever it translates to. Mine is sentient, which is sensing and feeling. Um, There's also, like, clair cognience, which is when you just know stuff. Um, That's also been developing over the past, like nine months but mainly for me I am an empath and clairsentient so I can pick up on other people's energies thoughts and feelings desires intentions not in a creepy way so the reason why I wanted to talk about spirituality basically because Indian culture or Desi culture is very spiritual a lot of what we believe comes from I mean it can be very religious as well, and a lot of it comes from religion, but a lot of the religion is actually rooted in, like, spirituality. So there's a lot that we can talk about here that goes back to, um, like, Desi culture and how that's influenced um, spirituality. But personally, like, I like to think of myself as being spiritual in the sense that, like, I don't, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in a God, but I... I'm not, to be fair, I'm not quite sure what I believe, but I feel like yeah. there's energies and these energies have power. So if you're projecting like a positive energy or a negative energy or whatever it is, like that has a power and it doesn't just like, I don't know, it doesn't just like go away, like it's there and it does something. That's how I feel, but I haven't really like thought about it long and hard enough to like establish what I really mean so like I was yeah one of the things I was thinking about this happens between us so much when I'll be thinking about you during the day Mm -hmm. or it happens with other people as well so much like I'll be thinking about you I'll be like oh we haven't spoken in a while and then you'll message me like that same day or within the next 24 hours whoever it is that I've thought about will message me or get in touch with me somehow and it's just like at first yeah at first I was like no it's just this is such a funny coincidence (laughs) and then like I feel like I talked to you a bit about it more and you're like no it's not a coincidence and I was like you know what I don't think it's a coincidence like this is happening for a reason but yeah like can you just explain go for it explain you know let's go from like coincidences okay like I talk a lot about on um like my platform 
which is my, mostly my Instagram, um, neutral observation and transmutation. So obviously when you're seeing things over and over again, be like, oh, this is a coincidence. Like me as a person, I would be the one to be like, mm, no, those don't exist. Everything is in divine order. It's all synchronicities, the universe, the world, God, divine, whatever you want to synonymously express the higher power as is trying to teach you something or tell you something. So it's like when people were like, I'm seeing 11-11 a lot, or I'm seeing 2-2-2, or a certain bird. There is always a reason, but as a as a human within like the human consciousness, you need to kind of open it up a bit more. And the way to do that is through meditation and actually exploring yourself. Because I think a lot of people think meditation is just sitting down with your eyes closed, with having your hands in a mudra and... sitting on the floor what you you meant to do and like I always say that everything's meant to be meditation to me meditation kind of means a celebration or an exploration because like you can be washing your car and it can you can be in a meditative state or you could be thinking about other things or you can be thinking about washing your car or thinking about like where you're going to drive your car like manifesting like road trips yeah you don't have to be doing nothing to meditate like you can do anything like i think it's just people's perception that's been formed by the western culture yeah taking over eastern culture teachings because like yo like yoga like yoga in the western world in england is very oh you're going to a yoga class like automatically you're thinking as a physical class you're doing sun salutations you're doing this you're doing that but Yoga is just the bridge, literally the bridge to the divine. It's how you get to something deeper. Yeah. It's still, literally, it's still like, like meditative about yeah, it. Yeah, the thing about yoga is that obviously, like, people in Asia have been doing yoga. <laughs> like, Desis have been doing Asia. Asia. <laughs> what is that? Asia. Oh my God. It's been a long day and it hasn't even been a long day. I have no excuse. It's not even five o'clock. I have no excuse. I woke up late as well. I was supposed to be here earlier and I messaged him, like, oh, I just woke up. Sorry, I'm going to be late. As per usual. But yeah, Desis have been doing yoga since the beginning of time like mm-hmm. they've always been doing yoga i wasn't it like as a as a like activity or principle or whatever like wasn't it born in asia like south yeah, asia yeah like a lot of a lot of the a lot of the teachings are asian based yeah so it's like the way that i think what kind of grates me a bit is when it ble- i'd say it blew up like here like yoga maybe mm-hmm. what like five years ago or so, like maybe a bit, yeah, a bit um, more than that, and then suddenly everyone started doing yoga, and it was like the in thing to do. Do you know what's really interesting? And like one of the books that I've got here is Autobiography of a Yogi, and it's interesting that you said that like seven years because this book in like the public eye, the non-Eastern like Western culture, the only reason people actually know about this book is because it was the only book that Steve Jobs had on his ipad Mm. and obviously everyone's got an apple so like what it is is people only like to receive information from people they're connected to which human to human that's completely fine that makes sense and so when someone like steve jobs is saying oh have a look at meditation have a look at yoga and this is like to people that are gamers like people that are just using a macbook for their business and going to work in london every day and they're hearing they're hearing our autobiography of a yogi but because it's through someone they trust or that they know of or they think highly of they'll look it up yeah and i 
I think that's what happened, like, in, in a lot of different ways. Collectively, yoga was just being penetrated into people's lives through how much stress was being caused in people's lives and the fact that with the NHS, everything kind of crumbling within, like, Brexit, everything, there's a lot of stress going on and people realise that we've had the NHS for God knows how long. We know that medication and all of this isn't helping. And then they started to look at different solutions yeah and meditation and yoga and mindfulness has always been there and there is nothing there's nothing productive about it which is very different from like other Mm -hmm. things like industries or medication where it's like okay just take this and you'll be fine yeah that's the thing because it's like it literally has always been there and I think there is a sense of like as soon as it gets validated by the west Mm. that's what it is it's like validation it's like prior to everything you just said like prior to before we got to that point where we were like "Hmm, maybe we should look at alternative Mm. things it was like you'd see someone doing yoga and it would be like what are they doing like they look ridiculous Mm. or you see someone doing meditation you'd be like oh that's all like bullshit like that doesn't work Mm -hmm. and now that it's become such a thing it's like the west has validated it and it's like no this was working for people Mm -hmm. before you discovered it like this has always been there and it was working and it was real before you made it real it's where like i think it's a tie it's where culture then evolves into religion and then what religion is systematically because spirituality and mindfulness and things that are very intuitive based and energy based it comes from more tapping into intuition and and culture and then what happens is as a culture develops and as a country develops and as the universe develops people want to as a human label things because over time things develop so then people can understand that this by definition means this but what's happened when the teachings are crossed over from eastern to western is that these teachings have been starting to be absorbed very literally and not metaphysically not esoterically and not cosmically what does esoterically mean esoteric is it's a bit like um like what's the word pseudoscience when people when when people say oh that's pseudoscience like quantum physics people think that quantum physics is pseudoscience it is an off chamber of something it's a bit like science how science is meant to be what an exploration of a theory but science has become a religion now science has become some sort of okay we've done an experiment and 50% of this is showing that this is true and 50% is showing that it's not you can make a conclusion but esoteric is when you're going a bit deeper into interconnecting theories to philosophy okay. and when you're trying to find the interconnection between them both and same with gnostic religion gnostic religion is where you're seeing the spirituality within the religion so for an example in christianity you have the seven chapels within spirituality and energy work you have your seven chakras within islam they have the seven layers of heaven it's all interconnected it's all like it's literally the different scriptures expressing the same thing in a different way but those things have developed because there's different cultures there are different yeah. languages like there's how many different people we're not going to be thinking the same way because we can't even talk the same language i think when it comes down to actually practicing meditation and yoga in a western culture is being conscious and mindful and giving and appreciating that it's come and stemmed from the the eastern it's not even culture development because yeah. if it wasn't a development it wouldn't have reached us and it's people like osho and people like 
Sadguthara who constantly journey from India and the Eastern world and go to America and say, look, y'all are crazy. Mm. Here's, here's a chant, here's a meditation. And you get people that go to a seminar and go to like an event. And I think it's word of mouth. I think it really is word of mouth because people are like, oh, so this helped you. Yeah. And because meditation is very personal and medication is not, I think that's where people are starting to find the real depth into it of the difference between antidepressant and meditation and that's not me saying that no you should stop taking your antidepressants it's saying that the same goal you're trying a different method to actually achieve the same thing but in this way you have the power yeah instead of chemicals and your doctor because you're going to be having god knows how many symptoms yeah and that's obviously thing. like yeah i'm sure people do try other stuff and they feel as though it doesn't work for them so they turn to medication but I think it is worth like it's not that's the thing taking medication could cause you harm like but Mm -hmm. this other stuff like you can always give it a go because it's not gonna hurt you yeah like people okay people say you can never overdose on meditation (laughs) but it's one of those things that it's that's when it just becomes one of those kind of extremist things and extremism goes down to perception which is judgment so I think it's how much you've got to lose and you're not going to lose anything by trying to figure out yourself if yeah. anything you're going to gain at least one thing which even if it's something that triggers you or in your head and in your perception is bad you're one step closer to understanding that you think that way that you feel that way and then you can shift and change that perception because what what meditation does and what energy does is like toxic thoughts create toxic cells literally the chemistry within your body like the vibration of your thoughts will stimulate your cells into dis-ease whereas if you are having tonic thoughts and and tonic vibrations you're creating an alignment within yourself so what's happening is when you're taking medication that's happening chemically everything is happening the same but on a different level whereas you're working with your thoughts and your mind on a vibrational level biological level chemical level you are still changing your chemistry, the same as taking a pill. But what you've done is you've done that all. Yeah. You've done that. You've not had to you've not had to get in your car, go and get a prescription, then go to the chemist and then do all those things. Um, yeah, I just I think it's interesting also because it must take doing what you do and viewing things how you do, it must take a lot to try and convince people that you're not trying shit. And I know that like even with spirituality and things like meditation and um like asian people have a lot of like superstitions and stuff Mm -hmm. like that about energies and we'll go on to talk about that later but i know that even people like my dad would say that that was all bullshit like Mm -hmm. my dad doesn't believe in that kind of stuff i i feel like he thinks meditation is not legit I think he thinks you know it's just like you breathing whatever Mm -hmm. really heavily so it's interesting how even though that is part of our culture and our history there's a lot of people still who don't believe it and I can't speak on behalf of people actually in India Mm -hmm. maybe it's different there but I know that the South Asian like diaspora I think there is a lot of we kind of forget that about our culture and we turn away from it because we've been influenced by this other culture that has for so long been like, mm-hmm. no, nah, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. But you have to ask, like, you have to ask yourself the question, like, the fact that the UK is so multicultural and, like, we can go down to the root of how that happened and, you know, they came and tried to conquer, that that, that shows that they were there exploring for something. They left this land, they left England 
and they came to India. They went everywhere. <laughs> they went yeah. everywhere. They went everywhere. <laughs> they went everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But they they like. Is it one of the cases that they? I say they like. We're at this point now where our heritage is so ingrained within us, but because obviously we're UK citizens, we know that we're not. <sighs> not allowed but not nurtured and supported in the same way that the same cultural aspects would have been in India and is that because of us as a generation being like oh we'd like there were some of us that chose to come over yes there were some of us that was yeah (laughs) jumping off a boat yeah but it's one of those things that at the end of the day we all ended up here yeah and so, like, no matter what your journey was, it's like, okay, what are you going to do now? And, like, for me, it's like, I understand personally, like, my ancestors are from India. They migrated to the Caribbean, and so I'm West Indian. So there is, like, a it's like a break in the bridge for the esoteric and spirituality side of things coming through into my life as through culture. And I think that's what's really missing from England is nurturing that, because we know it's there, mm. because podcasts like this wouldn't be wouldn't be happening because at the end of the day there's something to talk about and we're talking about it but it's as a collective and when I say collective I could mean conscious collective or government collective to nurture that and I don't think they want to I don't I don't think they want to which so it's down to us people that actually are interested in talking about these things like that's the real real definition of esoteric is like a information that only a small small number of people that only really understand because they have a desire or a knowledge so it's like the knowledge that I was speaking of before and what you said about your dad like that knowledge would be completely esoteric to me because he doesn't have an interest to understand it Mm -hmm. and that's completely fine and I think that's what we need to kind of dispel within this community of when people are talking about what they're passionate about if someone doesn't care it's not personal to you it's a reflection of them because it's their reality like they're receiving your passion they don't need to take it on you don't need to take fill a type of way that they're not getting like completely completely gassed about your life yeah but if they are then amazing but if they're not then you should have all of that love and passion for yourself and these types of perception comes through from doing things like mindfulness and yoga and being like oh shame like i'm worthy even if someone else is telling me that I'm not, because that's a reflection of them, and that's okay. But I feel like every religious scripture is is saying the same thing as a lot of the spiritual scriptures, because that's what it is. It's, it's divine knowledge, just trying to be shared in some type of way amongst a variety of people. So, of course, we're going to have to have how many different religions? I don't know. Meh. Oh, <laughs> like, off religions, <laughs> like, Christianity, there's, like, how many sectors of Christianity? Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. If you, like, some people, the Sabbath is on the Saturday, some's on the Sunday, mm. some's on the Friday. But even, like, culture and religion, like, being from a different culture but being of the same religion, like, for example, like, Islam, like, a Pakistani Muslim is very different to a Bangladeshi Muslim who is very different <laughs> to, like, an African Muslim. <laughs> So, like, you know, even then, within the religion, if it depends on, it, it depends entirely what culture you're from as well, because mm. that influences it. Which, I don't, it's like, when it's a religion, and you have scripture, mm. and obviously it kind of says, it not tells you who to be, but it, it gives suggestions, yeah. if you will, on who to be, and how to live your life, and mm. what you should believe. And so, I just think, is letting culture influence that, is that... Do you know what I mean? Like, is yeah, that legit? I don't think you can get away from it, though, because culture yeah. is embedded in the human DNA to evolve. That's really interesting. Like, shouldn't, because the religion is that, mm. shouldn't everyone who belongs to that religion 
be more or less similar but then on the other hand everything's down to interpretation yeah and that's what it is it's like it's like when like the whole extremist islam came into the uk and when i say that that's projected via the media because that's what the media wanted to show us when you're reading the quran or islamic scriptures like when you talk about lashing someone's hand if they're teething from you the western world and the extremists took it so seriously that they were like oh yeah that means cut off someone's hand like no muslim like that would make a a true muslim cry yeah no muslim will it's actually a very peaceful religion like that scripture that literal that that bit means to basically push someone's hand away and say you're aware that they're trying to teeth from you and you're not you're not down for that like it's literally saying to stand up for yourself but don't hurt other people but it's that interpretation and interpretation can be a very dangerous thing yeah it's just interesting i think how culture influences religion and how it how sometimes it can really take you so far away from from the core of the religion and the religious beliefs take it as a path to follow to explore like a lot of people are following a path and it's just a path whereas like if you take it as a path to explore yourself and take in the scriptures any like i'm talking about any religion you can be from any religion and use your own scriptures to find yourself or you can use your own scriptures to find a power that you potentially think is only outside of you and like when i'm doing like my one-to-one sessions and i've i have people that are are religious i i have i have christian clients and it's more of the sense of tapping into their emotions and how they're processing but in the bible they say god is eternal and so like literally i always say if god is eternal that means that god is literally in everything which means that you are a manifestation of god i'm a manifestation of god the vibration of god cannot exist in one thing like it is that it is that powerful so when you're looking at people they are only a reflection of you because we're serving the same journey which is to figure out what the hell to do in this human life <laughs> and like no one literally like, like someone no one, tell me like literally <laughs> like what what are we here for like generally i think the answer is to love live and learn and there are so many different ways you can do that. And they're all interconnected. So I think if you're doing that, like, if someone's going to judge you on your religion, or if, you, like, this is one thing in the spiritual community that I really want to kind of trigger and nurture, that this whole thing about being spiritual but looking down on people that are religious is, like, it's ironic. It's actually laughable. It's, everyone is on their journey. And they could be, like, someone in religion could be doing that. Like, they're doing their prayers every every day. There is a routine to that. Like, you can look at me and my life, there is a routine to my meditations, my affirmations. Like, everyone's just on a different journey, it's just being aware of your ego isn't good enough. You actually have to do something about it. Like, if you're aware of it, then cool, well done, brownie points for you. But, like, transmute that, transmute that, because you can help so many more people. So I think religion, religion, religion can connect us, but we allow it to disconnect us. We allow it to be like, what are the differences but what are, like generally what are the similarities yeah. in not even religion but even religion and spirituality and culture because in healing energetic healing the word chakra literally means spinning wheel of energy like vortex of energy and it's sanskrit and so you've got like you've got all these people doing their yoga classes and there's people that they're saying sanskrit words and that like it's actually having the conscious understanding of where that came from and like sanskrit is the language of the gods it's all through vibration which is why even in buddhism and even in cultures and religions where they're japanese based the chants are still in sanskrit they've all like the like the buddhas and the gurus 
who have made the scriptures, like they've translated it into Sanskrit because it's like, this is a deeper vibration. It doesn't mean that they're not using their own language. It's just they have the appreciation that everything's connected and we can actually use a different culture because that culture invokes everyone. Like I think the Asian and India Indian culture is probably one of the most compassionate cultures I've ever come across. Really? Yeah. Spirituality-wise, which is why I think there is so much... It's so ironic. There's so much um, rules and regulations and densities within our third dimension because there's something that, as a culture, you're so tapped into spiritually. But when you're put here, you can't you can't exercise that that real cultural rawness. And this is me saying all of that. And I've never been like I've never been to India. Like if I go to India, that's like that has to be a month minimum. Like I'm not going there and just being like, okay, hi. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'll just see the Taj Mahal and go. Like some cows. See you later. Yeah. Like I think it's a real thing where people need to bring that. I think the culture needs to come back. The teachings are here, mm. but the culture isn't. Yeah, and I think like it's it's Western culture with Eastern teachings, and it's just like mm. it's getting a bit stagnant. Because then, and then that's why people say it doesn't work. It's like, of course, it doesn't work if you've got a perception that is so dense about it. It's like the placebo effect. You can look at that from two different ways. You actually weren't given the medication, blah blah. blah. But it actually means the power of the mind. Like, there's a lot of people when they're being told that they're receiving a medication, your like your whole vessel opens up. It's like when like doctors are doing transplants of like actual organs, the person that is being like the organ is being put into, the surrounding area is being like shocked and put under stress because it means that it just like it, it taps out. It means that it won't actually reject the other organ. And so I think it's it's a bit like that. We need to not be so stressed that we're rejecting other people and rejecting other people's thoughts and experiences because that's all other people's words and expressions are, is their own experience. Sometimes people are trying to project their their thoughts into you, but I think that's your own that's your own being, your own reasoning to be protected by that. Like, know who you are and know what you want to do, but the only way to do that is to explore who you are. And that's just happened through, like, on paper and physical attributes, meditation and yoga. But, like, when people are doing prayers and, like, Islam, if you look at it without listening to what they're saying, it looks like they're doing yoga. Hmm. And it's, it's the, like, it's the most incredible thing. Like, they'll look left, they'll look right, because they're greeting the, the good and bad things. Yeah, that literally is what you do. Yeah. Yeah, and you like, like look to the left, yeah. the right, stretch out your neck. Yeah. yeah, and like when I'm doing, like if you're doing a sun salutation, like you're reaching up into the sky and bringing down the cosmic energy, and like people are talking to Allah or God, like it's just different labels, it's just different words, and that's like it's fine, that's fine. It's just I think people need to just let go of it not being fine, being like, yeah. oh, so your God's a different name? Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> basically, <laughs> just let people do what they want to do. <laughs> just just leave people, people alone. <laughs> Yeah, live, live and let live. But um, <laughs> when you first kind of realised you were Claire Sentient and you first started looking into this whole realm, <laughs> how much of what you, the first things that you started reading, how much of them were based on South Asian? Oh, God. <laughs> like, honestly, honestly, like, honestly, like, 89%. <laughs> like, and that's because, so, I think the first sector 
that I started looking at, and I'm going to use the word sector because of it being a religion, is Buddhism. I was always I was always into Buddhism. Buddhism's probably Buddhism and Hinduism is probably the most spiritually stimulated religion. And what I mean by that is they've created a religion and created a structure out of accentuating the spiritual philosophies and so I think like even I practice like Vedantic philosophies but all of these things are classes or way of life whereas like I was brought up in a seven-day Adventist Christian family which to me when I was a kid that generally meant nothing to me because I couldn't that doesn't see... mean anything to me what does that mean <laughs> I don't know I don't know what that means like seven day so on the seventh day is their Sabbath I think but my nan cooks every freaking day of the week so I don't know what day she rests <laughs> I don't know what day my nan rests. I don't think your nan rests. My nan doesn't rest. But, like, this is one thing that, as an experience being brought up in a religion, and it doesn't matter what religion, but I was brought up in, in Seven Day Adventist. My family drink, they party a lot, but they'll go to church. My family sometimes eat, what is it, sausage rolls, but apparently sausage rolls don't have pork in it. I don't know what sausage rolls they get in. Well, you're not allowed to eat pork Mm-mm. if you're. Seven Day, but I, again, that's down to culture. That's down to that Indian, West Indian culture of pork is dirty. Okay. I don't think that's, that's not a religious thing. But don't quote me on that because I'm not some day. <laughs> and also okay. what I've seen is obviously being brought up in a religion, but seeing people's actions consciously go against what they're preaching. And I say preaching because you're not practicing anything. All you're doing is talking. And my whole thing about Buddhism and Hinduism was that people like Buddha was an actual figure, was an actual man. You have a journey. And like, obviously, people could say that about Jesus and and things like that. And it's just, it's so interesting. It's like, to me, Jesus is much more of a cosmic and mystical man than, than Buddha, because there is something human within the religion that has been tapped into whereas in i find a lot of like the christianity based religions there is still a lot a lot a lot of separation from you and god or you and jesus like in my life like me and jesus are homies but like my like like even my nan would like be like what, like what do you mean and i'm like but you're part of that religion like you should be able to tap into that vibration which in the whole bible is trying to explain and like you've got how many how many scriptures, how many disciples, and you find that in every religion, every leader has disciples. The disciples then are meant to go and then spread the message. But then once you realise that the message is all the same, it doesn't matter who the leaders are, it doesn't matter what the locations are. What generally matters is the principle and the mission. And other than that, just do what the hell you want. Like, <laughs> yeah, as, long no. as, <laughs> as long as you are not hurting anyone emotionally or yeah. physically or metaphysically, do what the hell you want. Yeah. And don't let anyone else tell you that you can't do what the hell you want to do. And if they're telling you that, it's because they can't do what they want to do. Because it's all, everything's just pure reflections, man. Like, we probably all can walk on water, but the density of life right now is that people don't believe that. But catch me in five years. Be I'll, keep, I'll keep an eye out. You'll be like Dynamo, yeah. you know. <laughs> I was just thinking that. What happened to him? No. Guys, I swear something actually happened to him. Or am I making that up? Because what's the other guy that looks like him but isn't him and he's American and he stuck like the needle thing in his hand? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he watched um, too. I don't know what you've been watching, but mm. that's not... Dynamo. And do not... Like, what I find interesting about people like Dynamo is culture because a lot of time like magic as in like the industry of magic is down to perception and illusion but then what have i just been talking about for it's the same perception and illusion and so it's just 
like magicians are like magicians are the best spiritualists because they understand that everything is an illusion they've they play on that yeah and they're making money and abundance out of it so good on them you're the one paying for the ticket (laughs) like i want to go and see dynamo so i know that uh you talk about like the third eye Mm. and eyes a lot mm-hmm. um like i know that a big thing in desi culture is like the evil eye which we call naj- I, I pronounce it najer because that's how my mum says it but i know that people have called me out on that before and been like it's not najer it's nazar but whatever it i don't know <laughs> this is okay? What I, mean, okay i don't know it doesn't matter but... what it is. she's talking about the principle <laughs> thank you thank you very much it's either nazar or najer or however you want to say it but it basically means like the evil eye which mm-hmm. is like so if someone like gives you najer it's like they've they've like cast that evil eye on mm-hmm. you and something bad will happen like it always happens like so for example if I like go to a wedding or something or some kind of event and there's a whole bunch of family there, there's like people there who come up to me and they're like, oh my God, look out, oh, Joanna, oh my God. And I'm like, I, babe, I do not know who you are. Please do not touch my face. Yeah. But they'll be like, oh, you're so beautiful, like blah, 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 blah. And then the next day I like get a spot. Yes. And, it's like, that, and my mom will be like, someone put Najar on you. <laughs> Yes, they, they cast. <laughs> yes, Herminda. That's my mom, by the way. That's my mom's name. But yeah, it's like they cast their evil eye on you, and it's come out in like a physical yes even manifestation I. of that. So like, yeah, you talk about how that because that's a really big thing in Desi culture. So in collective consciousness culture, spiritual culture, angel gang, whatever you want to call yourself. It's observational energy. It's misaligned observational energy. It is, like, we still call it, it's funny, we do call it evil eye, which is funny that it still translates. And the translation of it is in over four cultures. And those cultures are, again, Eastern cultures, Kurdish. It, like, it's, it's all in there. But what it is, is everything is energy at the end of the day. Okay, it's just like when you're posting something on Instagram or you're excited about something that hasn't happened yet, be very careful. Because jealousy is another word for evil eye. Mm. If someone is jealous of something that you're doing, and that could be your car, your new tattoo, your nose ring, how your hair is. Like, God forbid your nose ring starts hurting in the next two days, purely because people are thinking, oh, like, oh, she actually looks really good. I'm not, like, I, I want to do that. And, like, I don't think that I would look good. Or, like, why? like judgment, jealousy, like, anything that is misaligned. That is actually, I was just thinking about it now, that's actually happened. Yeah. Someone said to me, like, oh, your nose, your nose pierced, this is before I had a ring, it was a stud, and someone was like, oh, your nose piercing is really nice. In the next two days, it got affected. Yeah, because what are they thinking about? They're thinking, they, they've just seen you, and, like, what it is is, okay, everything starts off as energy, and then it goes to, like, a thought. So, everything, like, I don't know where you guys are when you're listening to this, but look around your room and look at an object. Think about the object. Think about how the hell it exists. Like, why does that toothbrush exist? Like, who thought about the toothbrush? Like, that toothbrush was a thought. That toothbrush did not exist. It wasn't created in the Big Bang. It didn't, like, God just didn't drop it down for us. Like, someone had the thought, cosmically, divinely, God put it in someone's head, whatever you want to think, but it was a thought. Then someone took all of that energy and thought, okay, I'm actually going to make, like, think about how to make this or produce this. And then all that energy went into that. And so what's happening is when someone's thinking about you or when someone's thinking about your nose ring or, like, that person could have been thinking about getting a nose ring for, like, two years but might have had insecurities. You come along and you're like, hey, babe, 
look at me and they're like shame like you've got the guts to do it you you went out and did it their mind like what is actually going on in their head for maybe 20 to 45 minutes of their day 45 (sighs) minutes of it is thinking about you and your nose ring and you're telling me that 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 doesn't have an effect or something Mm. like evil eye like if you have something that you want to pursue pursue it don't talk about it pursue it just do it do it like that this is not a sponsorship from Nike. if <laughs> is... you want to sponsor me please do i'm open for that uh but yeah no literally just do it just go on and go <laughs> there we go because <laughs> uh, also like what else i was going to talk about is again what we call doof which is like incense so when mm. you burn incense and I, there's been so many times i've come into your room and it smells like what my mum burns at home we do a yeah, lot of that terrible. like yeah burning incense in our house and mm. like but you like i remember when i got a, a crystal or something and you mm. told me to burn sage yeah to cleanse it to so like, sage and palo santo like in the spiritual community I, I want to like I want to include like the Wiccan Wiccan community big up yourselves because you guys use sage sage and palo santo we just use that for ceremonial like cleansing and this has been used throughout historical religion culture like even when you go to a church they'll have they'll have that incense thing which they rock around and then whiffed around but most of the time there so christianity they do frankincense indian culture nag champa sage um palo santo egyptian culture palo santo i, I love sage so is. much like sage is that sounds like that episode of black mirror what was it called what? Sam, no what was that episode of black mirror called <laughs> with the lesbians and she's old but they, they plug into this thing and they go it goes back to the 80s <laughs> san paulo or something wasn't it Oh, oh, it might be San Pedro. That's a place. They no, might, I think they might back there. wait. I don't know. <laughs> Black Can you... mirror. I'm not Sam... trying shit. San San Pedro. Oh my god. How? Wow. That is how my brain. Wow. Wow. You know what? I... Oh no, I can't see this one. That... Yeah, that's what. You've got lesbian loving on your brain, babe. <laughs> I, I've got all lovers on my brain. Someone loves me. <laughs> Love me, please. Yeah. San, that's what it reminded me of. Like, San Paolo. No, what were you what saying? Is it? I don't even remember. Sao Paolo. <laughs> it's like Paolo Santo. That's... Wow. Do you know what's so funny? I used to call it Santo Paolo. Like, I used to get. Like, it's Paolo Santo. No, Paolo wait, Santo. isn't there a rapper as well that sounds like, that has oh a name my. like that? I know. I'm thinking of Agri Santos. Oh my god. There, there you go. Oh wow, what Agro is my Santos. brain? Paolo <laughs> Santos. What is my brain? That's amazing. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Right, yeah, well, there we go. Burning incense, that's yeah. also a thing. It's very like, what is it? It's supposed to like cleanse your. Yeah, it cleanses. Like different, um, different, what's it called? Plants have different medicinal properties, so they burn in different ways. So sage is used for cleansing and clearing like just any dense vibration um whether it be electromagnetic frequency emotion juju people's juju 
evil eye, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there's a, juju. juju. Yeah, that's, that's, like that's the so, same thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so that's yeah. West Indian Caribbean culture and like because they say that in Grey's Anatomy when I used to watch Grey's Anatomy I remember there was an episode where they were like no you're going to put juju on it and I was like I don't know what that is and I had to google that's why I don't like the whole juju on that beat like I don't know if that song means that but I'm like sing it again (laughs) go on take the mic sing the song I think there's a viral I think I don't I'm not down with viral dances I don't do that shit I think you mean you don't floss (laughs) floss yeah my teeth (laughs) I'm lost my dad deep. <laughs> oh god! Please be funny. I think I'm so funny. This is this is what happens when we can even get together. Like we, we don't, don't know names of things. Each other. <laughs> we don't know anything. That we love how dumb we are. We know everything. We know nothing. That's 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 what meditation has taught me. It's because we're so far into the fifth dimension <laughs> that we've just lost all. <laughs> All sense of human life. Oh, crikey. If anyone wants to just... If anyone feels guided to just charm or do anything, like, after this, after hearing this, and they're like, oh, like, I want to explore something. Um, this is a chant that I personally use, and it's it stems from the Hindu culture and the deity of Ganesha. Um, so if anyone... Or you can just have me singing it. So it says, Om Gam Ganapateye Namoha and each of like the words or the vibrations it's another kind of devotion affirmation to breaking obstacles so as a deity Ganesha is used to break through obstacles and that is in any aspect your your human life your financial life your job even if you've got a problem like I chant to Ganesha probably about three times a day minimum out loud yeah, out loud, a minimum of 108 chants um, per time. I used to do that. I do it three times a day because I just like the like power of three. But you can do it for as long as you want. What is that supposed to do, if anything? So vibrationally, when you're chanting, like the actual act of chanting, it's shifting and moving your energy and vibration. So the word emotion literally means energy in motion. So when you're not processing your emotions, when you're not tapped into the present moment and how you actually feel your energy becomes stagnant because your emotions isn't being processed. So then things like depression, anxiety, headaches, insecurities, developing a really strong ego come into play. And chanting and meditation. I think chanting is a great way of getting into meditation or conscious meditation because it's um it's like a physical act where you, you know you're doing something that is of a physical thing, but it is to and for a higher power. And so you can just put that I'm going to meditate for five minutes to make myself calm down or to make myself feel better or to dispel anxiety. But I would use a Ganesha chant as an intention to be like, oh, I'm going to break the obstacle of anxiety or I'm going to break the obstacle of my insecurities regarding this certain situation. Like, try and be as specific as you can with your intentions because then you kind of know what the hell you're doing. If not, it's just like, oh, but people are like, I want to be happy. I'm like, okay, but what makes you happy? Like, in what aspect of your life? And then you can really focus on it and put all that time and energy into cultivating that. If you just kind of are left with the desire of happiness and not the intention of it. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I um, I know that a lot of people use it again. And again, not uh, sponsoring them, but I use Headspace. And I mm. find that that is a real... And I've, I've recommended it to basically everyone, but I find it's a really good place to start if you want to get into meditation and uh-huh. you want to, like, kind of figure out a bit more 
um, you know, what it's like. And if you just want help dealing with certain things, I really recommend Headspace um, because it's just, it's really accessible and it's really, I don't want to say easy to do because meditation isn't, isn't the easiest thing to do, but um, it, it, it's a good introduction to meditation mm-hmm. and it does help. So yeah, if you, if you want to look at that as well, then you should. Cool. Um, so if you would like to find out a bit more about Leanne Boo slash Boo um, and her story, we actually got together in November last year and uh, I did a little interview with her and I wrote it up um, and it's on my blog, which is called A Tepid Mess. So it's like a hot mess, but it's not hot. It's, it's just tepid. Um, so it's, it hasn't gone as, as far as to be hot, but yeah, you can Google a tepid mess, um, to find my blog or you can, uh, find it in my bio on Twitter and Insta as well. And yeah, you can like just find out a bit more about Leanne's life, but also you can follow her on all of her socials of which there are many. Yes, there are. So my, um, my main personal profile on Instagram is... I am boo, who are you? However, anytime you're typing I am regarding anything to do with me, it is always um, E-Y-E-A-M because I'm consciously invoking the third eye and the interconnectedness. Yeah, my Instagram and my Twitter is both I am boo, who are you? So that is E-Y-E-A-M, boo, who are you? And I've got my I am intergalactic, which is an inspiration and spiritual account, which is also on Instagram. If you would like to check out any clothing, I have um, a clothing line called I Am Clothing, and that is www.iamclothing.com. It's V-groovy. I would recommend checking it out. Um, Also, I would say that, wouldn't I? But anyway. (laughs) um, That that is a plug. That's the only advertisement. (laughs) She paid me to do that. Um, And what, eight years of putting up with me? Has it been eight years? I don't even know anymore. I don't know. Let's say eight years. Um, You can also follow me. I'm at Kanika Bands. That's at K-A-N-I-K-A-B-A-N-S on Twitter and Instagram. Please follow the podcast to keep up to date with new episodes. It's at Chit Chart Pod on Twitter and it's at Chit Chart Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please give it a follow um, so that you know when there is new material for you to listen to. Um, Also, please subscribe, rate and review um, because it makes me look good and I need all the help I can get with that. I really do. Let's be honest. Yeah, so please do that and also please feel free to get in touch I like hearing from you um not that it's happened yet but I will like hearing from you (laughs) if people do eventually start getting in touch with me either dm me or email me at chitchartpodcast at gmail.com and let me know what you thought of the episode let me know if you have any experiences similar to anything that we've been talking about let me know if you think what we said is a load of pish tosh whatever it is like get in touch I'd like to hear your opinions um and and what you perceived how you perceived the episode yeah well I don't know if beautiful is the right word I did think that you were talking about San Junipero (laughs) and Agro Santos (laughs) so So there were some miscommunications but Mm, you know yeah I don't know where that came from but I appreciate this thank you so much for cool thank you for joining me and yeah check Leanne out both physically and 
metaphysically. Metaphysically. But don't come into my energetical space. Joke, love you all. Okay, it's time to go now. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) One thing I noticed in my other one that I had to edit out so much is like you can hear me like you can hear the saliva in my mouth so much. (laughs) It's gross.